Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. The Origin of Mathematics and Number Sense Causes of Developmental Discoculia One Mom Tells Her Story How to Get Your Child Help and free resources. This is our podcast for week 30 in 2017, and we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, to help us review the links of this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Well, always great to be here. Thank you. We have some very interesting links again this week, and let's quickly go to the first one, the, ori- the origin of mathematics and number sense. Are we doing a history lesson here? <laughs> no, 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 not at all, not at all. Uh, mathematicians and scientists have have always struggled to uh, describe the 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 ultimate foundations, the background of mathematics. Even novel uh, novel uh, laureates like Albert Einstein and Eugene uh, Wigner were were wondering, were perplexed by this issue. Uh, with Wigner concluding that the workability of mathematics in the real world is a mystery we can't even explain. So, now, about this article in the link, uh, it tries to come up with an explanation of uh, where mathematics and number sense uh, originate. And it would take us too long to go over all the ins and outs of the study, but, but here's what they came up with. That difficulty with number sense may be uh, related to issues with uh, inner speech, the connection between the cerebellum and the cerebrum. And and uh, by the way, let's not forget that the cerebellum uh, it might be smaller than the cerebrum, but it has way more neuro- neurons than mm-hmm. the than the cerebrum. So about that inner speech. Uh, between the cerebrum and the cerebellum. And and we know that the cerebellum uh, has always been involved with uh, movement and rhythm. And uh, this interplay between the two might also influence the learning of of math. And they say that this this inner speech, this this, uh, connectivity is uh, happening unconsciously which might actually uh, be synonym to what Stanislas de Hane calls the intuitive character of, of number sense. So, um, and that's also um, definitely reminding us uh, of the very beginning of this cochlea, where there was the Gerstmann syndrome that including, uh, included finger agnosia, which is also related to the cerebellum. So this is a whole new area of, of interest in, uh, in learning. Wow, very interesting. Our next link is about the causes of developmental dyscalculia. Have we figured this out yet? Uh, it's a very interesting article. Um, it comes from the Center for Neuroscience in Education in the University of Cambridge, or should I say the other city after working in, the, in Oxford. Anyway, that's a, a side joke. Well, basically, um, they say um, that the specific brain impairment that causes developmental 
uh, dyscalculia has been um, associated with issues with the appro approximate number sense system, but also with the uh, ability to automatically uh, map, connect in our brain symbols to their uh, corresponding uh, magnitudes. Um, so if we see three or four dots, that we can immediately connect that with the written uh, numerical symbol for four. But that is an issue with, the, with kids who have dyscalculia. Now, uh, also, very often there is a link with issues with verbal and visuospatial working memory. And these visuospatial working memory deficiencies um, have also been linked to the underlying issue there, spatial processing difficulties. Because if you can't process your visuospatial information, you can certainly not keep it in working memory either. So, uh, those students may have an issue with uh, visualization. Uh, like, if you uh, imagine an operation on a mental number line, that, that might be very confusing for them. They might be able to do it, but it takes them longer, it's harder for them, they make more mistakes, etc. And then uh, there might also be issues with the central executive uh, system. And then in particular with the inhibitory function. So that if you have a weakly developed inhibitory system, it might make the step-by-step -step learning uh, of math more, um, more cumbersome. And then obviously uh, we have attention. If you cannot keep up the attention, and that's also... Um, connection with the central executive, um, then learning math is, is really uh, difficult uh, for you. So in other words, they have uh, come to the conclusion that dyscalculia can vary from person to person and that there is not necessarily only one process that you can pinpoint uh, and that you need to remediate whatever specific issue uh, is coming up in that uh, specific student. So, uh, and I, I see that in my practice also. Many students with attention issues, with memory issues, and, and that plays an important role in their struggle to learn math. It is a very interesting article, really helpful. I can only advise you to quickly read it because right. it's very clear. Yeah, our, our listeners should certainly read the full article. The next link is about one mom's story about dyscalculia. Let's listen in for a bit. What I learned and what I always say to them is that if I could go back, you know what you know about your child. And I want everyone to know that no one knows your child better than you. And I don't care how many letters are at the end of their name or how many years of experience they have in a specialized area. You are connected to that child in a way none of them will ever be. Yes, this links uh, to a podcast. And the mother in the story talks about one of her children who has about all the neurological conditions you can get. Um, 
Well, it's very encouraging for parents to listen to this podcast with a very positive outlook and know that they're not alone in their struggles. Um, I think it's very brave from this mother to uh, come forward like this. And thank you so much for doing that. We are talking to Dr. Schroeder, the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com, and we are looking at the links provided on our website, DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com. The next link is about how to get your child help. Is this still an issue? Yeah, it's still an issue. It, I, I think we are on the, on the right track and it's getting better. Uh, but this link goes to a, a very good and clear article that outlines step by step how to get uh, your child assessed and how to get help uh, in the school. Now, the process is not difficult, but there are a few steps and some schools need more convincing to help your student than others. So it's amazing how some schools and, and teachers, even math teachers, seem not to have enough knowledge about this coquilia. And you would expect by now uh, that um, they would cover this in, in every teacher's um, education college, but apparently not yet. But it will definitely get better. Now, parents can always send the teachers and counselors to our site, actually, discoculiaware.org, uh, and they can get a lot of quick and, and um, easy information. Also, parents can do the math and discoculia screening test and, uh, and share the, parent, the results uh, of their uh, children with the school to encourage them to do a formal full test. And, and obviously after that, if, it's, um, if it comes out that that's uh, a risk area to uh, provide accommodations and, and help for the student. Yes, and that, uh, that test is available at discoculiatesting.com. And this brings us to our last link. And it is a free resource. We like free. But what are we looking at here? <laughs> oh, well, it's pretty common to hear about students reading over the summer. And a lot of school districts uh, really push that to prevent the summer slide that we now know a lot of students lose about two to two and a half months of uh, math mm -hmm. study that they have worked so hard on. But here, uh, Missouri... Uh, wanted to offer uh, the students another option to really keep up on the math work that I've been doing. So parents who sign, uh, sign up their children for the program receive daily emails with different online activities. I think it's a, it's a great idea. And the program is called the Missouri Math Challenge. They have all kinds of activities and even a, a completion certificate to print for your uh, child at the end of the summer holiday. Great initiative, and, and I hope uh, next year it, it will be followed by many more uh, school districts and states. Yeah, that really is a great initiative. Thank you, Dr. Schroeder, for your insights. Dr. Schroeder is the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com. You can follow her on Twitter and on Facebook. She maintains boards on both Pinterest and Flipboard, and she runs five free webinars, and all information about that is at webinars.discoculiatrainingcenter.com. If you want to know if you have dyscalculia, 
you can do the free Discoculia screener on her website discoculiaservices.com or get a more comprehensive math and Discoculia screening test at discoculiatesting.com. Finally, Dr. Schroeder's ebooks are available on Amazon and you can find the link on shop.discoculiaservices.com or go to Amazon and search for Dr. Schroeder. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.